is up, motherfuckers? What is up? Welcome to the Delt League Podcast, baby. 2017, coming in motherfucking hot. And we're about to get real crunk up in here. Again, welcome to the Delt League Podcast. I'm your host, the champ, Matty V. And this is episode one of what I plan on being monthly, maybe. Look into our uh, nice little chaotic world of um, our fantasy football league that we got going on. So today, all we're going to do is we're going to introduce each member, uh, see how they fared the last few seasons, and you'll be surprised as to who really has been the worst team year after year. But first, let's talk about the draft and getting those dues in on time. Kyle Henshide, pussy. As you all know, we will be in a sweet-ass house in NOLA this year and uh, possibly having our first-ever live draft if Ricky decides to quit being a little bitch and uh, just quit his job, we all know he hates. Don't forget, guys, Friday through Sunday, leave Monday. How crunk is that? Extra day. Uh, not sure we should dress up in the wrestling costumes, but basically, I can't fucking wait. Let's get a rundown of those costumes right now. Me, the champ, gonna come in as Shawn Michaels. I'm just a sexy boy. We got Ken Andrews Jr. coming in as Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Junior, I swear to God, if you don't say hey, yo, 54,000 times while we're in NOLA, when you're drunk as fuck, don't even go as Razor Ramon. Next up is Tyler T coming in as Stone Cold. That's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold sets And next we got the Rickster coming in as Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah! And Mr. John G, the Olympic hero, coming in as Kurt motherfucking Angle. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Next, we got Oscar Riv coming as Nacho Libre. Those guys were a couple of wussies, huh? All right, Oscar, we know Brie gave you that idea to be that costume, man. Man to man, I'm letting you know she don't want you to fucking look cool and show off that sexy bod as another wrestler. So she wants you to go as Nacho Libre so no bitches will hit on you. So... I'm just letting you know, she don't think it's funny. She just doesn't want any other bitches hitting on you, bro. Sorry. But the man who will be getting plenty of bitches coming up next, we got Marcus Hughes coming as the one and only Rock. God, that guy's fucking cool. All right, now we got Dr. Young coming up as the Hulkster. And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Alright, now we got the commission up coming in is Ric Flair. Woo! Greg, quit being a bitch. Shave the beard. You're gonna pull off that costume to perfection. We all know how much you love getting in costumes. So just fucking do it and it'll be crunk. Also, you need to get drunk as shit like Junior. And you need to be wooing. He needs to be hey yo Needs to be a shit show. All right, and rounding out the end is going to be Kyle Henshide 
Going is the one and only China. Don't fuck this up for all of us, Kyle. You better go all out, get some fucking beach balls for titties, get some makeup, a fucking nasty-ass wig. You need to be looking the part. Some leather pants. You need to be looking like shit, son. Willis and Steven, y'all get no love, Willis, because I don't know who the fuck you're going to be. No one has responded to who you are. So as of right now, on August 5th, no one knows who what fucking costume you're going to be. And Steven, you're going as the ref. It's kind of a cop-out, but I get it. And please make sure we get a ton of fucking pics and videos just to capture how fucking insane this night's going to be and remind ourselves 20 years from now how fucking cool we all once were before we got kids and wives just fucking up our shit left and right. Okay, one last thing before we introduce each member and review the previous standings of each year, I want to take a look at Greg's bullshit fucking proposal email he sent to change the rules. And uh, we're just going to read some of these off here. We're just going to go through what fucking Grego said, so let's see what he has to say. Okay, I actually just got back from rereading it, and it's it's actually not that bullshit of an email. It's not that fucking terrible, but anyway, first thing Greg proposes... The live snake draft if all members can attend and Willis is going to fucking pay for the board. It's fucking awesome. Love you, Willis. Thanks for uh, thanks for throwing that in there. 100% agree with that. Live draft would be fucking sick if all members are there. Um, and if all members aren't there, then obviously we just got to do the fucking live draft um, like we always do. Love the random draft order just released an hour earlier. Uh, the random chaoticness. I feel like it keeps it fair for all of us. His second proposal, the no divisions. Yeah, I feel like that's straightforward. Probably something we should have done a long time ago. Just the top six teams um, go to the playoffs. We all play each other randomly every year. Um, and the last two games, weeks 12 and 13, uh, you're scheduled for a random opponent. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Not a bad proposal, Grego. And I love how all the rules you have in here are all, you know, one sentence. You know, a couple words here and there explaining how things are going to be. And then we get to waivers. And you got three fucking just paragraphs of bullshit. Which I still got a bunch of fucking questions on. Because the continuous bidding, I don't understand. Is this like a weekly budget that we get where we bid on players? Is this a yearly budget we get if we bid on players? If you use up your yearly budget in the first three weeks, do you, and you don't have any money, like are there, you just, there's waivers at the end. I don't get that one. You're going to have to explain that one a little more um, before you get me on board with that one. The same as last year. I kind of like that where, you know, we all go in order. Um, Basically, I think it's just reverse order. Probably the fucking draft is how week one would be. And then the shittiest team goes first. And as long as they don't use it, they stay first. I mean, seems pretty legit. And the year before that, um, where the just the inverse standing of order. So first team picks last, shittiest team picks first, and it just resets week after week. I don't give a fuck about either one of those. That's what I'm used to. That's what I know. 
But like I said, it's just me. That's why we vote on this shit. The continuous bidding, you just have to let me know what that shit is, man. Because right now, I don't know shit, so I am not voting for that at fucking all. And the last thing you have here, uh, what to do about the punishment. Man, I, we, I feel like we don't know shit all year long. I feel like we're constantly seeing shit on the internet, hearing shit from our friends about what to do, what's a good punishment, what's you know, reasonable yet fucking super embarrassing that'll actually make people pay attention to their team year after year, um, you know, and be involved in this stuff. So um, I don't think we have to vote on that, you know, on the Friday before we all get crazy or the Friday we all get in. But um, just as long as it's something, you know, we all agree on, I don't think any of us give a fuck, but I'm a huge uh you know, pusher for the costume idea every year. I think that's just by far the coolest thing. I forget who had the the walk of shame idea, the Game of Thrones thing, but that just set it off. Us all being in costume on bourbon. Holy fuck. That was one of the best times of my life. I think this year too. All of us going as wrestlers. It's just it's just fucking epic, man. It just it keeps you young, keeps you fun, keeps the group fresh, having a good time, not taking ourselves too seriously. I love it. You know, who knows, hopefully, what costume idea we come up with next year. Fucking Oompa Loompas. I don't know. Fucking Grease. I I don't know. Fucking just anything. Someone thinks maybe something cool will happen from now until then. All right. You know what? That's enough of me talking some bullshit. We waited long enough. Let's introduce the motherfucking teams. Oh my god, that's my favorite song to listen to before we start talking about football. Anyway, coming in for okay, first of all, the teams I announce are in no particular order. I just happen I just happen to be first, alright? Coming in first, number one, Matt Verstov, aka the champ, aka Matty Ice, aka Your Life is so shitty you made a fake podcast in your free time. Hashtag kill yourself yeah that's me motherfuckers your 2016 champ a 2016 conference champ 2016 second in points four previous year didn't even make the playoffs 20 year 2015 finished 10th overall that's fucking horrible third from dead last with a record of four eight and one absolute trash and i'll tell you why Drafted C.J. Anderson, number one overall. What an absolute terrible choice. Year before that, 2014, I was your champ again. Two out of three years, I have been y'all's fantasy football league champion. I'm the fucking best. So that is why I am better than everyone in the world. Kiss my ass and suck my dick, everyone. Thanks, Kenny, for those... Words of advice, yeah, 2014, I was your champ, most points for number one, division champ again. We'll see what 2017 has in store for Matty Ice, but apparently he fucking knows what he's doing. Also, in all of these rankings, I want to throw out what Greg ranked all of us last year, just to see how good Grego does in his preseason ranks before the season gets started. So last year, Greg's preseason rank for Matt Verstuff. 
was number 11. Second to last. Telling me to quit focusing on the wife and kid. And I was your champ. So, Grego, didn't do too good of a job there, buddy. But I think you'll redeem yourself. Looking at my notes here, buddy. Don't worry. But again, that was me, your champ. Matty V, 2016, number one. Let's go to number two. Coming in at number two, we have John G, a.k.a. the Swole Asian. A.k.a. the Trout Killer. A.k.a. Mr. Wake Up at 3 a.m. to scavenge the waiver wire. You were the reason Greg is trying to put in all these bullshit rules, John G. But anyway, 2016, John G. had a record of 6-7, and seven, missed the playoffs by three points. Ouch. Final standing, number nine overall. 2015 shouldn't come as no surprise. We were all there in fucking New Orleans for it. John G. was number one, baby. Finished first. He was the champ. He was also our division champ in 2015. And coming in at something I think is a little surprising, he had the lowest points against in 2015 with a record of 10-3. and three. So not only did he have a good team, he also got lucky when he was playing against everybody else every week. In 2014, John G. made the playoffs, was ranked 5th at the end of the season, had a record of 8-5, and five, and was 2nd in his division. And in 2016, again, John G. finished ninth. Greg's preseason power rankings, fifth. So not too far off, Grego. Didn't do too bad. You thought he'd make the playoffs, which I feel like we all think every year. But he did not. John G. missed it by three points, and his final ranking was ninth. Okay, up next we have Mr. Tyler T. Tyler Torrance, a.k.a. Mr. Hamhorn. The greatest punishment champion we've ever had. Thank you, Tyler, for those great memories. 2016, Tyler finished 7th with a record of 5-8. and Kind of weird he had the lowest amount of points against all season, which means Tyler should have made the playoffs, buddy. We did shittiest against you than we did against everyone else during the regular season. 2015, as like I just said, Tyler got dead last, which he didn't have that bad of a regular season. Finished six and seven, but just fell apart during the playoffs. And again in 2014, Tyler Hurton finished 11th in the SACO, two years in a row with a record of four and nine. And one of the weirdest stats I've ever seen. Tyler, you finished 11th, second to last in 2014, and were second in total points for. How that happens, I have no idea. You must have scored 200 points four times during the regular season to win those four games and to stay second in points for unbelievably unlucky in 2014 but that don't matter you didn't get dead last 2015 you did sorry buddy but last year 
Grego ranked you preseason rank number one. You were our number one overall rank in 2016, and you finished seventh. Grego didn't do too hot there, buddy. You picked him to win it all, and he didn't even make the fucking playoffs. Suck dicks. Next up, we have our newest member of the league, Mr. Ryan Willis, a.k.a. Rowdy Ryan, a.k.a. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, a.k.a. My trust fund dried up faster than a girl's pussy when I take my pants off. That's right, Ryan. That's you, pussy. He finished 2016 with the record of 5-8, and eight, rounding out the season in 8th place. 2015, probably didn't know this, but Mr. Willis finished second. He was actually in the championship with a record of 9-4, and four, and he was our total points champion. Not a bad first year, Willis. 2014, not in the league. Totally forgot about that. That's why I'm doing 2014, 15, and 16. 2014 is when we started doing 12-team before that, we were 10-team with a couple guys not paying attention, so it was kind of fucking stupid. But we got it ironed out, and I'd say we're pretty competitive now. I was able to do a quick interview with Ryan, too, to see how his first couple of seasons went. So, Ryan, people say your first team was trash the first year. What do you have to say about that? Certainly not. The first year, we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. Yeah, but your next seasons were as strong as Greg Smith's bench press. Why haven't you been as competitive? Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show. Wow, thanks for that, Willis. Hope you quit smoking. Up next, we got Steven Cavazos. A.K.A. Sup, guys. A.K.A. Aladdin. A.K.A. I've had my stomach pumped from swallowing too much Tom Brady splooge. Yes, Steven, that's you, Mr. Ref, Mr. Sup, guys. 2016, you finished 10th with a record of 5-8. and Kind of mediocre all season. Never really sniffed playoffs. Never really... Sniff last place, just kind of hung in there. 2016. You actually had the lowest in points for. You did the the worst. You had the worst team as far as points scored. Kind of squeaked out those five wins. Let's go, Cavazos. Pick it up. I know you're doing nothing but fucking watching NFL Network all goddamn day. Let's do a little better, sir. 2015. Finished sixth with a record of seven and six. Barely made the playoffs and then got last in the playoffs. 2014. <sighs> Sorry, I'm sitting here drinking some beer uh, doing this. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of live. Sorry about that burp. 2014. You were ninth. Finished six and seven. So out of the three... Um, Three years we've kind of had the 12 league, 12 team league. You've only made the playoffs once and got last in the playoffs. Steve-O, step your shit up. Same thing with that costume. Let's get it, let's get it together, sir. 
Your girlfriend's hot as fuck, though. So let's keep that Instagram PG. And, uh, yeah, before I say something I regret, we're just going to keep going. Uh, Greg Smith, preseason rank, had you sixth. Had you finish in sixth, you finished fifth. You got to step it up, Steve-O. You've only made the playoffs once. I mean, finished 10th, lowest in points four. Finished 9th, first season we were all together. Let's go, man. You're mediocre as they come. You're like the Texans of our fantasy football group. All right, next up is my best friend, my best man, Mr. Ken Andrews Jr. 2016. God damn it, Jr. Finished 11th. Was in the Sacco Bowl. Finished 11th with a record of 4-9. Also was last in his division. Oh, fuck. I forgot his nicknames. All right. Next up, we got Junior. Mr. A.K.A. Private Andrews. A.K.A. Snapchat. Peking. A.K.A. My friends all stare at my wife's huge fake rockin' tits. Yeah, motherfucker. Maybe that's why you keep fucking losing because your wife's so goddamn hot. The good-looking fucking piece of shit who sucks. Spend all your time sucking on titties and sucking on pussies. Well, I got an idea. Spend less time sucking on pussies and sucking on titties and spend more time learning how to throw the fucking football. None of us give a fuck how you throw the fucking football, Junior. Don't worry. All right, Grego. You ranked him 10th in the preseason rankings, and he finished 11th, 4-9. So not a bad job of the preseason ranks there. Junior, you finished 11th, 9th, and 10th the last three years. It is time to make a leap or be known as the worst player in the league by far all right next up we have marcus hughes aka ceo hughes (laughs) aka uncle tom aka i could fix any problem when i'm drunk yeah motherfucker marcus that's you, buddy. I'm sorry. That describes you to a T. 2016 finished second overall. I had no idea I played you for the championship, buddy. Marcus Hughes made the championship in 2016. An overall record of 10-3. and three. He was a division champ. Good grief. You did your fucking homework, Marcus. 2015. Marcus Finished 11th with a record of 3-9-1. Had the second lowest total points scored. 2014, Marcus finished dead last with a record of 6-7. Marcus, when we you dressed up as an uh, African woman on Rainy Street. So you went 2014, finished 12th. 2015, finished 11th. So you did better by one spot. And then all of a sudden in 2016, you won the division 
made it all the way to the championship game in the playoffs and finished with a record of 10 and 3. Marcus, that's a pretty big fucking turnaround, buddy. Not sure if it was pure luck or if you actually know what you're finally fucking doing. But anyway, Grego had you ranked eighth in the preseason rankings. Had you eighth, you finished second. I'm not going to lie. I, if I was Greg, I'd do the same thing. You fucking, two years in a row, you were in the last place game. What are you going to do this year, buddy? But again, congrats from being the most improved player by far last season. Okay, up next we got the commish, Greg Smith, a.k.a. commish, a.k.a. roster baiter, a.k.a. the man who started slavery. All right, Greg, first off, thanks for being the commish. No, we give you a lot of shit with those weekly rankings are actually pretty fucking dope and actually really funny. I don't know how you don't run out of material. You do a good job, buddy. But anyway, um, let's see here. 2016, you finished sixth with a record of nine and four. Finished second in your division and were the overall points for champ. Not going to lie, your team was pretty effing stacked i know you're super pissed you didn't win this year looking at your team your roster you got a ton of guys that were the top 10 at their position and they just fell a fucking part for you in the playoffs obviously you got you were finished last in the playoff bracket finishing sixth place but just a little unlucky buddy that points for champ got you at least your money back 2015 Grego finished third with a record of 9-4. and four. Again, second in his division. Two years in a row, he's been second in his division. Made it to the playoffs. 2014, finished seventh. Just missed the playoffs with a record of 5-8. and eight. Greg, I know you're obsessed with your fucking teams, and it is so hard not to rank yourself number one week after week. And I love how in your preseason rank, you ranked yourself second overall. And I feel like the only reason you didn't rank yourself number one is because you just didn't want to think there's a bunch of collusion going on and you're playing favorites. You honestly thought you had the best fucking team all year long. Well, fuck you. You didn't. You got sick. Suck dicks. All right. Next, we got Mr. Patch Adams, Dr. Michael Young, a.k.a. Stanky Leg, a.k.a. Doc a.k.a. Mr. Body Shot himself. What's going on, Dr. Young? You finished 2016 in fifth place with a record of 9-4, and four, making the playoffs. You also finished third in points for third overall total point score in 2016. 2015, finished fourth, made the playoffs again with a record of 7-6, second in total points for in 2014 made it to the championship and lost to me <laughs> with a record of nine and four dr young has made the playoffs every year he's given himself an opportunity to win i think you're the only one man to make the playoffs every single year greg's preseason rank he had you third 
not a bad job there, Grego. Obviously, Dr. Young is pretty consistent getting in the playoffs and being competitive. Um, Mike, I think this might be your year, buddy. You're fucking due. Making the playoffs every year. Finish second, finish third, finish fifth. I think you're going to come back up, man. I think you're going to make it that championship game this year. Let's do it. All right, now we got the Rickster, Ricky Trejo, a.k.a. Ricky, I make it snow, Trejo, a.k.a. Stepdad, a.k.a. I've had more arrests than wins in a season before. Ricky comes in in third place last year with a record of 8-5, and five, and he was second in points against, which means we fucking sucked when we played you, Ricky. Think you got a little lucky, puss. 2015, finished 8th with a record of 4-9 and nine, and had the lowest points for, which means you scored the lowest points that season, in case you didn't know what that means, Rick. And in 2014, you finished 6th with a record of 6-6-1, six, six, and one, and again, you had the lowest total points scored. Two years in a row, you've had the lowest points scored. That's fucking trash, Ricky. You're getting lucky. That we're that you're not dead last every single season. I think you got a hangover from winning back in like 20 fucking 10 when the Bears were actually winning games and Little Wayne was still fucking making music. All right, anyway, Grego preseason ranked you ninth and you finished third. Greg, again, you blew that one, buddy. That was pretty shitty. You predicted him to not even make the playoffs, and not only did he get to the semis. He won that last game to get third place overall and win his money back. Good job, Ricardo. Um, but I think you're going to get the lowest points for again because you just fucking suck at fantasy football. Sorry. All right, our second to last player, Oscar Rivera, a.k.a. Askeezy, a.k.a. Insanibri, a.k.a. I peaked in high school. What's up, Oski? Finished 2016 in fourth place with a record of 6-7 and seven overall. 2015 came in fifth with a record of 7-6. and six. 2014 finished third with a record of 8-5. and five. Holy shit. All right, so Oscar is, has made the playoffs every year also, just like Mike Young did. And Oscars won, too. I believe what Oscar you won in 2013, 2012, maybe a few years ago. Oscar has been kicking ass in fantasy football lately. Third, 2014. Fifth, 2015. Fourth, 2016. Greg, you got this one right on the head, buddy. Greg's preseason rank, fourth overall. And that's where Oski finished in fourth. All those podcasts have been paying off, apparently, Oscar. Uh, man, if we took the stats, I would say that it might be between you and Mike Young this year um, to bring it home or at least make the playoffs. Uh, I would say you're by far our most consistent player that we have in the league. So let's see what 2017's gotten score for Oscar Ravida. And rounding out our last player... The Sacco Bowl champ himself, Mr. Kyle Henshide, a.k.a. Ghetto B, a.k.a. Taco, a.k.a. I smoked myself fantasy football stupid. Ghetto B, 2016, finished last. Going to be rocking that sweet China costume. 
Hope you got some pretty lipstick for that one, Kyle. Last in his conference, finished overall with a record of 4-9. Had the second lowest points for and had the highest points again. So not only did you not score any points, Kyle, but we just fucking raped you whenever we played your team. Unlucky, sorry, buddy, but you've been cutting it close on getting last quite often. 2015, finished 7th with a record of 5-8. And in 2014, finished eighth with a record of four and nine and we're second lowest in total points for so twice you've been the second lowest in total points scored the last three years kyle gotta start doing a better job drafting gotta actually pay attention to the waiver wire put people in kind of lucky we haven't kicked you out yet but you've been picking it up a little bit you just got a little unlucky this season but get ob Probably the worst fantasy football player in the league as of right now. If Junior gets last, might be him. Torrance is kind of there also. If you go through the last four or five seasons and just read the last four teams year after year, you see a lot of Kyle Henshides, you see a lot of Ken Andrews Juniors, and you see a lot of Tyler Torrances. Those three guys have been in the bottom four, like four of the last five years each. So, I'm predicting one of y'all three is probably going to get dead fucking last this year. Hope the punishment's not too crazy in 2017 for you guys. But, anyway. Oh, and Greg ranked you also dead last, and you finished dead last. So, Greg hit that one on the head. Good job, Grego. Seems like you got the last two right. All right, guys. That's going to round out our introductions of the players hope you guys enjoyed hope no one got too pissed off on what was said about them or how shitty they know their teams really are now um hopefully i'll be able to do a, a preseason ranks also podcast style uh once we actually get the draft done it's kind of pointless to obviously do that when i have no idea who's on anyone's fucking team but uh Anyway, I think that's going to do it for me. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, this first podcast. I can't wait to see everybody in uh, New Orleans, and I hope you all get your costumes. Don't bitch out, and um, let's go apeshit this year, guys. Let's have a good time. Love y'all. Peace. This has been based on a true story. The motherfucking and. <laughs>